Welcome back to Angel on Top, a podcast where we watch and discuss every episode of Angel one by one, spoiler free and in tandem with no one. Everything has changed. We're all alone. I'm your co-host, Latoya Ferguson, a.k.a. the dead female lead, but in flashback form of the buffering verse, a.k.a. one half of the gun squad. Congratulations to J. August Richards on his recent nuptials, a.k.a. the Gilbert to Morgan Sullivan, a.k.a. Daddy. Even if only a couple of other people now can remember that, but otherwise makes no difference unless you're talking to your Blackthorn buddies, a.k.a. Captain Forehead, a.k.a. even more annoying new names to come with just one episode left. And I'm your co-host, Morgan Ludich, a.k.a. the other dead girl one of the buffering verse, a.k.a. the other half of the gun squad. He's back and he's in cargo pants, a.k.a. the Sullivan to Latoya's Gilbert, a.k.a. daddy. I miss that boy and I miss his fuck ass Bob, (laughs) a.k.a. William Bloody, a.k.a. even more annoying new nicknames to come. And this week, we're watching Angel Season 5, Episode 21, Power Play. Power Play was written by David Fury and directed by the homie James A. Contner. It aired on the WB on May 12th, 2004. And this is the one where Team Angel finally notices Angel's heel turn and decides to call him on his bullshit just as he's being inducted into the Circle of the Black Thorn. But is it already too late? So, uh, Morgan, how did you feel about this, the penultimate episode of Angel, the television series? Um, I felt interested in it. I didn't remember a lot of yeah. the kind of like logistics of how mm-hmm. we got from from last week's episode to the finale. Like, it seemed like a pretty wide gulf in between those things. Um, and this does very, very fast work to get us in a kind of end times place. Would you agree with me? And I mean, I've been saying it, but now we're here that it's, it's all very interesting and good, but we could, I wish we had more of it for the setup because there are so many good things about the circle of the black thorn and it being like people we've seen. And I'm like, we should have been building this up more throughout the, the season. And I know again, it wasn't planned to be the final season, but like once you do, you don't do Rome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I guess you've already booked the back lot. Like, what are you going to do? I don't know. Like, but you could have some kind of fucking circle hood of the black thorn guy. Sorry. I, I, he's a circle the- hood. Yes. Okay. Cause here's the thing I have to say first, um, before I say anything about how to fix, um, the Rome episode is that Cole Turner is in the brotherhood of the thorn. Yes. And Angel is getting into the circle of the black thorn. And you have no idea what this is doing to my brain. My brain is trying to meld the two names the of these groups of the together. Thorn. 
listen to what you just heard. I'm not a well woman. It's I think it should be the circle like of the thorn, actually. So I think we should just keep it like that. Okay, look, I'm gonna, whatever is gonna come out of my mouth is gonna come out of my mouth. <laughs> so I just want to apologize up top. But um, I fully agree. I don't know why there isn't anyone from like the circle of the black thorn, like in Italy that like mm-hmm. Angel can liaise with just to like touch that he is doing this but it's, I mean I guess because yeah. we're supposed to be having fun and all that stuff but if you're me you're not having fun so it's like it as happy as well be plot yeah. important as happy as I am to see Archduke Sebastus and Sivas Vale I'm like get Rod mm-hmm. Rowland's character in here too get that piece of shit in here like really like For tie real. this whole season all together Mm-hmm. If anything, it'd be cool to see like people from previous seasons and yeah. shit like that. That's like, where it, David it, is. Yes. <laughs> David Nabbit, where Justine. have you been? <laughs> Justine could Bright. not. Justine's Justine. a sacrifice. Justine's not in the circle. <laughs> She's a what sacrifice. If instead of Drogon being the person he had to kill, Angel had to kill his best friend, Justine, to get into the club. I mean, I'd buy it more than this episode really works hard to be like, we all know how important Drogon is as a character and as like a a piece of like good. Right. We all know this. Yes, that was a little rough. So I, I, I would fully agree that my biggest criticism of the episode is that I like a lot of the stuff in it, but it just is so fucking fast. It would really have been nice to just kind of like marinate in some of these mm-hmm. like ideas and vibes lately. It just makes them look like suddenly they're like, what's up with Angel? And I'm like, the thing that's been up with him <laughs> this whole t- he's been bad this whole time. It, it, it's just uh, also so like, you can still do like the episodic stuff, but time it all up if it's just mm-hmm. if it's just a little bit tighter honestly and again yeah. like yes there was the baby stuff with the fell brethren but like angel's heel turn wasn't really see again rome kind of ruins that and when mm-hmm. when nina not just mm-hmm. even when nina brings up uh, the rome stuff i'm like was this added like after the fact this scene because Oh, we're going to talk about it. She she calls Buffy her his Roman friend. I that I was so confused. But it like took me. A what she said, like, she that's when I realized she meant about? Buffy. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and not the immortal. <laughs> I, I thought like sh- she meant the little goofy demons, like <laughs> his little. I'm like they were not friends. He did not uh, tell you the story. Well, I, I we're gonna I'm gonna get, do some Nina bashing because Fair. this episode really says, "Girl, he's never gonna fall in love with you," and she's like deeply falling for him. And the whole time, I'm like, <laughs> you know from what? Because you know the deal. You know this means he's never gonna fall for you, right? Like you're just digging yourself in deeper and deeper. <laughs> Which, like, I get. He's a very beautiful, broody man. Like, we should all be so lucky to have a relatively one-sided romance uh, with someone as beautiful and spiky-haired as Angel. But, like, damn, it's rough. And it's also a lot of, like, what you didn't realize is off-screen, they were starting to mean more and more and more to each other. <laughs> no, this he's meaning more to her. Time. She means yeah. nothing to him. That I would feel I... so bad if I knew like his like curse and I was dating him and I just knew there was no no chance. If you had sex with Angel and he was just like, "All right, see you later." Afterwards, <laughs> I'd be like, "Not even like a little." <laughs> am I a bet? Am I a fucking bet? But I have to push back on this, and it brings me no joy to do this, LaToya, but 
we are to believe that Angel cares for her. Like, I saw he's in love. The girl in question. But, like, we are to believe that he gives a shit. This man I, said he wasn't in a relationship, and then he's like, I am seeing someone. He, he does not care for her. I think he doesn't care for her when Buffy is an option. Like, I think he's... Or Cordelia. Or Cordelia. I think he's kind of being shitty. Uh, uh, he's not being nice but to her. But Buffy's not an option, and he still doesn't care for her. It's... I don't know. I do think he does care for her. And I am actually genuinely quite I annoyed by how often this episode tells me he cares about her so much. He cares about so her. He doesn't care like, for her. He cares enough about her to tell her, get the fuck out of here with your blonde family. He doesn't care for her. Also, he gets he like the whole blonde. Family. He gets her plane tickets. You you have a private jet, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why well, are you maybe... making her fly commercial? I guess because maybe this is like less traceable. Maybe he got them through like a contact. No one's going like, to come for Nina Ash and her blonde family. They're going to well, use her I mean, as a chess piece. Well, when Angel loves them <laughs> so much, I guess you have to. Like, it's, it He's so worried for Amanda like, Ash. It's a it's hard because it's like okay time to like for the the seeds we planted all season to bloom and unfortunately the seed that's here to bloom is the Nina seed and it seems like everybody's kind of standing around going like oh why did we do this like like it's very it it just it it lacks so much luster <laughs> Uh, and I wish I could like it more because, they like, I love romance. Created a fake art school for this character. Scad. Scad. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we both clocked Scad because I laughed at it for so long. I'm like, Southern really? California Academy of Art Design? Art, art, yeah, Southern California Academy of Art and Design. And I'm like, I just thought she went to community college. Like, what? Nah, baby. She's a scad. <laughs> scad, because scad exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's <laughs> unreal. Um, should we dive in? Um, I've just, in terms of, you know, how quickly this is played, like, the thing with Angel's heel turn also here, I'm like, does anyone buy that he's not doing a bit? I really want to know if anyone, like, watching would be convinced that he's not doing a bit, because it's, again, so drastic. And if they mm-hmm. had more a gradual... Which they don't, it's like, he does the one baby thing and then this. Yeah. And considering and- how, like, anti-Wolfman Hart and all this he is and you're welcome, like, come on. Mm-hmm. It, it is just, like, fairly apparent. Like, I, like, I don't think this really stands to fool anyone. Um, but I don't know. Like, we are where we are. Like, there's no, unfortunately, there's, you know, nothing to be done about how much time they had to set it up. But, uh, yeah, it just... At their time, something could have been done, but they didn't do it, but whatever. (laughs) Yes. It would have been nice. Because I kind of wonder, like, how would this season have ended on the heel turn in, like, a world where they were going to last another? Like, would it have been kind of, like, slowly, gradually building up to Angel being like, and now I'm evil. And all of Team Angel being like, wait, what? And that's, like, the end of the fifth season. Yeah, And then they're going to be ousted from Wolfram and Hart and he's going to be fighting them as the leader of Wolfram and Hart, but then it's all actually, you know, because it would be the bigger version of, like, season two. uh, It's Missy's finale, I think, right? Where he fires Mm -hmm. them. It's, like, a bigger version where he's like, I'm evil now and in the Black Thorn. And that's how you would end it. And then he's going down. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And they're going, <laughs> and up. going up. 
<laughs> more visual humor. <laughs> Y'all know what it um, is by this point. But that's kind of what I imagined to be it. And I was like, okay, like the pacing of everything that's led up to now kind of works for that. Um, so that's kind of what I imagine the end mm -hmm. point of the season would have been had they not been canceled. And I think like that's that's a cool, you know, end of season cliffhanger. Like I'm going to be evil and destroy this thing from the inside. Um, but it just, uh, yeah, it's a little fast. It's like the lesson I learned was power from why we fight. That's what I learned. Like, really? <laughs> Is that what you learned? There was no lesson there. <laughs> <laughs> No lesson we haven't already learned, people. You'll never convince us why we fight was a good use of anyone's time. I will never be convinced. Um, <laughs> shall we? Yeah. So we open in what made me so, so happy. A new location that I haven't seen before. And I was like, I can barely see shit. So even better. <laughs> Yes, it's dark and there and we see this like shirtless dude being beat to shit by scary guys in robes in front of a door of fire. Visually arresting, cool, I'm happy. Angel leaps through the flames, running to this man's yeah. aid, ripping off the burlap sack, covering his face. It's uh, yeah, it's very that vision thing where Angel goes to get Billy out of his uh, fiery prison. Mm-hmm. Very much that. Uh, the man weakly thanks Angel, and Angel considers him for a second longer than makes sense, puts his vamp face on, and takes a big old chomp! So I'm like, I read in my notes, these dudes are being the shit out of some bald-headed man. And I, yeah. I, I know it would later be revealed to be Drogon. I'm like, I guess Drogon was wearing a wig? I, what I have to say here is I think... Well, it, we don't know Drogon well enough to recognize him without hair, and I think this was well, a mistake. I, it's just, I, I knew, obviously, I, I knew that, but it's yeah. like, I don't think it is that he was wearing a wig. I believe it's it's tied to his immortality. That is why he's, like, aged oh. and has no hair, if, if I remember correctly. Or I'm just making oh. shit up. <laughs> Cause hey, they do, either way, I like it. <laughs> they do bring up he like his youth and how he has been kept immortal. Because, you know, what? We, we all know the stories about Drogon. We're all telling them all the time. We are all talking about Drogon all the time, just off screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, we cut to titles. We come back and we're uh, 19 hours earlier at Angel's corporate apartment. Angel <sighs> is in bed with Nina and I'm horny because I saw the words special guest star Christian King. Yes, you're not horny because of the scene. I'd be like, what? Yep. There, Angel's in bed with Nina and I'm horny. Dot, dot, dot. Because. Yep. <laughs> so uh, he just blew her mind sexually. And she's like, how are you doing? And she jokes, you're not completely happy, right? And I he's like, not notes, even close. Like, no, no. Honey, yes. I'm not worried. I just, I, I, at first I just felt bad for her. Then I was like, get a clue, girl. Please. Like, it is a little hard to watch. <laughs> I'm like, this is. I, I don't get her. I don't get her deal. I I don't know kind of what they're going for. Like, she's nice. Yes. But she's also a liar who still hasn't told her sister she's a werewolf, which is insane. Yeah. And she lives in a house with a child and doesn't, like, reveal what's going on, which is wild to me. Um, 
But anyways, she asks if he's thinking about Buffy. This is the little Roman friend line, which is odd. And he's and like, no, I haven't had absurd. a coherent thought you can't, in a minute. You can't call it. You can't say that after you made us watch this episode. Mm-hmm. It's rough. It's, it's also just like, okay, so like what? is the truth like he's just lying to her like is he just an asshole like it's very uh, odd um he but he still looks worried despite you know how thoughtless the boning made him um and i was just kind of like this this was the moment i was like particularly weirded out by their level of familiarity yeah i wrote my notes like what love off screen what the fuck did angel tell nina is what i wanted to know Yes, and it's like the last time we saw her was smile time, right? Yes. That's wild. And so th- that was the, a whole Fred's death ago. The, and they set up what could be an actual relationship from there. And Wes mm. is even saying, like, you know, every time it does have to be, you know, perfect happiness. Because, like, mm. Buffy, obviously a big deal. He, he yeah. dreamed of Cordelia and it would be a big deal. But, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand not everything has to be perfect. But if you're in a relationship with someone and you want to be in a relationship and, like, you know, develop love, you yeah. want it to eventually be perfect happiness, right? Like, I guess, but I don't know. It's like it's about like companionship. Because it's not. Because like, yeah, in it's theory, it's like defined. Angel does a, 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 um, a casual relationship. That's the story. But they're not treating this like a casual relationship. Yeah, that would be interesting if, like, the woman he was with was more kind of like, yeah, this is, like, casual for me, too. But, like, I like when we can be together. Like, if she had her own interesting, Mm. like, life and baggage, but she just has a blonde niece. Um, which is valid. Um, I have two blonde nieces. Um, Morgan? So, I mean, <laughs> that's what it's always like. I'm not knocking it. Um, she suggests a vacation, um, you know, because he's admitted he has a lot going on at work. And he's like, no, I have things yeah. to do that have already been set in motion. She so suggests he go on vacation and invites herself. This is... Mm. What? I just... No, he's I'm just in. not that into I you. I myself on vacations. <laughs> um, he admits he's not liking who he is right now. Uh, she tells him like he's a hero. He doesn't want to hear it. And yeah, he says, he says he not, might that... not always be. He says not that word. It's like she should have said champion. Like that's the buzzword Angel said five million times. That's the word you mm. go. Not that word. <laughs> She's not listening. <laughs> um, then in the Wolfram and Hart halls, Spike sees Illyria walking around. And he comments on how no one's afraid of her anymore and how it must just be devastating to her. And she's like, I don't need anyone's attention. Thank you. She lied. (laughs) Um, Spike is like, I get what it's like to haunt this place. And I recommend that you get the fuck out of here every once in a while before you go nuts. And it's like, ooh, that's an interesting connection that Illyria and Spike have. Wish we could have explored that more. Yes. Um, she says she's wary of the world, like now that she doesn't have her full powers anymore. Plus, she mentioned she's not talking to Wes anymore, but since she's Illyria, she phrases it as no longer having intercourse, <laughs> um, which Spike is obviously like baffled by. Uh, <laughs> I read then... my notes. LOL. They know what we want. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, we haven't really been talking since I, like, pretended to be Fred, which, like, fucked him up. Which means Spike, Spike yeah. knows about the Fred thing. No mm-hmm. reaction. Nothing. And Spike tells her, you know, 
Uh, I know you had a lot of devastating powers, but like looking like Fred is the most devastating one you have for some of us, like the people who loved her. And I'm just like, you knew her for five minutes, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I, the voice will not shut up and I'm trying, but I honestly felt like this episode, I understood, I felt like the Spike and Illyria dynamic felt more realized here than his vibe with Fred ever did. Mm-hmm. Like they have a couple moments in this episode where I was like, yeah, like this is cooking with gas. Well, yeah, because there's no like, moment there where you're like, movies. is Spike trying to flirt with Fred? <laughs> yes. At no yeah. part do I feel like he's going to fuck her. Yeah. Uh, our next scene takes place in the Wolfram and Hart lobby. We meet Senator Brucker. She is a girl boss senator. Yes. Uh, she is played by the actress Stacey Travis. And you know our girl is a David E. Kelly alum. She was just, uh, just, as I've been watching, she was on picket (laughs) fences as, like, the younger 20-something girlfriend of, like, uh, Kathy Baker's father, like, that he brings to Thanksgiving. It's a whole Mm, thing. Yes, she showed up on The Practice. Yes, she showed up on Boston Legal. She explains that she's been with the firm since the Holland Banner days as a client. And is escorted. Yeah, hell yeah, King. Uh, And she's escorted to meet Angel and Gunn in by Marcus Hamilton because uh, he's back. So <laughs> she has a vampire assistant, Ernesto. He'd love a little bit of human blood. She points to him and says that she loves diversity. Yeah, after uh, Angel's like, oh, he's a vampire. But it's like, cause, yeah. you know, he's also black. So this is a yeah. bit. I'm like, geez, gal. Uh, Harmony is like, I don't have any human blood. Like, we don't have that here, but I can offer you something in a rodent. Um, <laughs> iconic. I'm obsessed. Angel tells her to go check the blood bank at the lab. Uh, and uh, she asks for a sip. And Gun is shocked. Have one. Gun is scandalized. But, you know, we got to make the senator happy. But also, like... It's not a, I'm sorry, it's like a client thing. Like, you can provide them with human blood. Like, a blood mm-hmm. bag. Maybe I'm just, I watch too much Vampire Diaries. I'm just like, a blood bag is not going to, like, <laughs> kill someone. Calm yeah. down. We, we all got to take a breath. So, before we head into Angel's office, Wes pulls him aside. Hey, Angel, there's been another fatality at Funville, a nearby abandoned amusement park in downtown L.A. And I'm like, let's do this. This is old school Angel. I feel like I'm watching season three. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, sounds fucking good. Wes is trying to get us back where we should be. He says, it seems like it's a Boritz demon. The last victim was a teenage runaway who was ripped to shreds. Oof. Angel doesn't care. Yep. He says, people are dying every day. That girl's just one more statistic. He even then goes on to say, we can't sweat the small stuff. Woof. <laughs> um, Wes is shocked to hear him say this. Uh, Angel I don't is know like, why you are, Wes. What, you guys have been doing these big cases for ages. Like, when do you care about the little people? It's been a minute since they did something actively helpful. But, uh, you know, Wes can't believe this. Angel's like, I don't know, research it. Let me know what's going on later. And Spike's like, I can fight it. Like, I would love to fight something. Um, And Illyria kind of, like, sniffs about how, like, Wes came and left and didn't even look at her. And Spike looks at her and goes, not that you require any creature's attention. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hell yes. Got her Uh, ass. 
then he asks, hey, want to find something to hit? And that was the moment where I was like, hell yes, I see it. They're both so annoying um, <laughs> that they have to hang out together. Um, they're, they're two horrible outcasts. Um, <laughs> and I say that with lots of affection in my heart. Mm -hmm. um, it, I, I really liked their vibe this week. I thought it was super fun. Mm -hmm. But uh, back with the senator in Angel's office, we're watching an ad for her opponent. It's very wholesome, apparently. Female voters love it. Uh, senator Brucker is devastated to lose her, quote, lock on the chick vote, end quote. <laughs> She's not like most girls, actually. She actually yeah, has a bunch she... of guy friends. She gets along with them better. Oh. That's cool. I mean, like, girls are so much drama. So I mean, of course. the circle hood of the thorn, <laughs> they're all dudes <laughs> and her, so. A real boys club. Um, so she says, I didn't claw my way up from hell, get installed in a human body, just so some pedophile could steal my Senate seat. And they go, is he a pedophile? And she goes, no, but you can make him one. And she demands that they get Dr. Sparrow, yeah. who put all the yeah. Matrix shit in Gunn's head, to brainwash her opponent into being a pedophile. Wild. But also, Gunn, Gun, yeah. you don't seem to have an issue with the fact that she's a demon that like took a human body, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Gun is like, hey, we don't do that kind of shit. And I'm like, like no. Gun, are you allowed to be wearing hoodies and cargo pants to work? Like at this point, I don't cargo know what cargo pants. At this point, literally, a client like Senator should walk in and be like, who, who is this? Can we yeah. have the real lawyer? <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 wild. But uh, Angel cuts him off and is like, no, we'll do it. Uh, it might take a little bit, but we'll do it. And uh, she's like, great. You've got yourself a loyal ally in Washington. And Gunn tries to reason with Angel. But Angel's like, I'm talking to the fucking senator right now, Gunn. <laughs> and like kicks him out of the meeting. He like big leaks him. And it sucks to see. Um, then in Wes's office, Wes is asking his books for information on Boris demons. They... Information appears, but so does a little secret because message. Angel doesn't care about the board's demons still. He doesn't care about the people who are dying, but he is, does care to sell West. You're a fucking idiot. Yep. <laughs> uh, so the secret message is a little barbed wire tattoo looking symbol and a message that reads, you're looking in the wrong place. Gun comes in. We've got a problem. West looks down. The message has disappeared. Uh, we cut right to a uh, racquetball court. Um, this scene is exactly my shit. Uh, Angel's playing racquetball with a dude who just like looks like the devil. Um, yeah, you this know, he's is got horns, red skin, a tail. This Great. is Izzy, or I think it's like is Israel or something like that. Is the full demon name? He is the demon from You're Welcome. When Angel's trying to tell Cordy, we're not in bed with evil, blah blah blah, and then this demon walks in and says racquetball. Yes. So Angel had been playing racquetball with him already, even before he oh. was evil. <laughs> well, okay, plant, uh, well planted. Mm -hmm. um, he, uh, this guy is like, he's like, I've been chatting with the leader Which of the Fell Brethren, and all they talk about is that fucking baby you got them. Also, for being a secret society to just let in any random demon lawyer, apparently. Because he's the I hookup. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I um I adored him. I like I endured I adored the like uh succession vibes of this scene mm-hmm. of uh two awful rich people like doing something bullshitty while talking about uh you know stuff with huge stakes. It's like you give us this Wolfman Heart set, do more of that stuff. Do more mm-hmm. of that like bullshit evil lawyer stuff. Yeah, like this feels fun in a way that like kind of walking and talking around the big beige room has kind of uh gotten less rewarding over time but this felt fresh and interesting to me so um they're like (laughs) they love that baby (laughs) this episode's uh adding all sorts of new sets like the interrogation room that Lindsay's in that has so much antique art and knickknacks Yes, a very cozy, well-appointed I interrogation room. Like, what is this room? And then the door opens an interrogation too. I'm like, what? This is like yeah. an office or like a, a penthouse. That's like mm-hmm. it's like Angel's penthouse, and they just redressed it. Yeah, it. I mean, quite likely. Yeah. So um, our red demony dude um, is talking about how the Fell Brethren only had nice things to say about Angel, you know, given their experience. And Angel asks, how long does he have to wait on an answer? We don't know what he's talking about, but he asks. And the red dude's like, won't be long, man. We cut to what I assume is Funville. Spike and Illyria are wandering through a very spooky-looking location. I'm Doesn't sorry, look Lujoy, very fun. The idea of an abandoned downtown LA theme park is so <laughs> scary to me. I'm like, where? Where downtown? You tell me what streets this place is. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm baffled. <laughs> I I can't picture it, but like the idea of it is horrifying. At least when so they, congratulations. When it's like Santa Monica, I'm like, sure, I don't go there. Maybe that's what Santa Monica is. Just abandoned theme park parks and carousels. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Spike thinks Angels maybe lost his love for the hunt due to corporate life. And that's why he's not out here. Like classic Spike, he's just like angels soft, uh, not realizing that instead he's evil. Illyria says it doesn't serve his interest. And she explains that she's seen this before with other leaders. He's been corrupted. Uh, Spike does not like Angel being referred to as his leader, but does want to know what she means by that. Uh, Illyria explains it always begins the same. A ruler turns a blind eye to the dealings or battles from which he cannot gain and a deaf ear to the counsel of those closest to him. As his strength increases, so does the separation between him and his follow. And then they're cut off by the board's demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Illyria's sniffed this out. Like she can see what's happening already, but she doesn't really like care that much to warn <laughs> anyone about it uh, unless they ask nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the demon shows up, uh, and they fight, fight, fight. Spike is like, you're wrong about Angel. I, I, like, I would know it, and I would feel it if Angel were evil. And I'm like, aw, boyfriends. And um, also, he, he's right, because, like, Angel's not evil, and he's, he basically keeps saying that. <laughs> um, and Illyria's like, you'll see it soon enough. He's gonna turn against his intimates. <laughs> um, then Spike says... I guess I don't have to worry about that because Angel and me have never been intimate. Except that one. Okay, so, um, Latoya, I would like to pitch to you 
um, something that someone who is either in our Twitter or our Discord, I tried to find it and I couldn't uh, see who this was, so I'm sorry that I'm not crediting this person, um, in response to our outrage about the you never let us do that joke in the girl in question that implies that they didn't all have group sex. Um, their pitch was that, uh, like, what if Darla, upon meeting Spike, was like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want nothing to do, nothing to do with that man. And I think that's incredibly funny. So if they were like, kind of like, okay, no group sex unless everyone gets to have it. Uh, and therefore, you know, less group sex. Um, Even though was Angelus bit. was still fucking, <laughs> uh, you know, both Darla and Drusilla. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Um, but it is, it's an, ex- it's an excuse I will allow if, if, if we must. Um, so Drogon appears and is kind of like, no, like he, angels turned already. Spike reminds us who Drogon is, keeper of the deeper well, where Illyria sarcophagus was. We met him in hole in the world. Fun fact, he cannot tell a lie according to him. <laughs> uh, and Again, which is just like there there's so many attempts at credibility building with Drogon, but they're like all given to you by Drogon. So it's kind of like, I don't know, like it's all sounding very much my girlfriend in Canada. Like, Again, I don't know. Yeah. This was originally supposed to be played by Giles. Uh, so mm. Another one of those originally supposed to be played by people in Angel Season 5. Who, yeah. of course, we, we trust Giles. I don't know. I don't always trust Giles. Mr. I'm going to leave he after Buffy shady. comes back from the dead. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay gone. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he could, yeah, Giles can be shady. I don't think he can be full. I don't believe that, even bitch. I love him. <laughs> trust no bitch. Buffy, you um, have to be an adult. She was dead. <laughs> she, she's been more an adult than most people ever have to be. They bankrupted her. Let her live. I hate all these people. Um, yeah, I hate everybody. Uh, so then uh, the board shows up. Spike does the fighting. Illyria jumps in, takes the guy out incredibly quick, doesn't need Spike's help at all. Drogon explains, uh, like, I'm here to find you, Spike. Um, you've Like, I have the power to find anyone who has visited the well before. And I'm like, okay, wild. He says, I'm here to warn you. And I'm all beat up. And it's because Angel did it. Dun dun dun! Then Wolfram and Hart lobby. Uh, West takes some paper from Harmony, draws the barbed wire tattoo he was sent, and Harmony says that'd look good on a calf. Never change, baby girl. Um, she assumes he's like back to doing bad boy shit, and is like, then you gotta get that barbed wire on your calf. <laughs> That's obviously a bicep barbed wire, Harmony. Come on. <laughs> No, in put that Angel's right on the office. chest, baby. <laughs> yeah. One around each nip. Oh. <laughs> no. Belly button. Belly, belly button, button tattoo. Oh, my God. Yeah. I like remember I was once given, like, temporary belly button tattoos that were, like, rings around. And I was like, I'm a child. <laughs> this, like, this feels wrong to me. Um. So in Angel's office, Wes walks in, finds Angel with Hamilton, and they're having just like a pretty cozy looking fucking chat. Uh, Angel blows him off and tells him to shut the door on his way out. Like this is is a fucking Mad Men preview. (laughs) Have a seat. Shut the door. (laughs) (laughs) But also like Angel saying shut the door isn't really that ominous because like 
Angel's the one is, it's not like Angel's like, my door's always open. No, mm -hmm. Angel's door's always closed. People just keep storming in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pretty standard, I guess, yeah. It was also uh, open but... for, like, reasons <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then in the lobby, uh, Lorne shows up and he's here to see Angel, who just fired six of his clients. Uh, joke about how famous people are pill addicts, prone to suicide. Ha ha ha. Um, but then also, because we... Lorne, who cares about Lorne apparently, like that mm. the firing him, like, not firing, but letting go of like six of his clients, like that's just off screen. It's just a thing. Mm. Like, what does that mm. have to do with anything in terms of evil? Is it about budget? Like, why would that be about budget? It seems like it's truly just to, like, make them all feel attacked um, so that, you know, <laughs> were they can heal turn. decent people? Like, that's the only way I can think, think of that being a threat to Wolfman Hart. Yeah, that he had, like, nice clients. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in Wes's office, Gunn joins, is like, what the fuck's with Angel? Wes says he isn't himself. Wes's phone rings. It's Spike. Cut to Spike's basement apartment. Gang's all there. Drogon is explaining to everyone um, that, that a demon assassin attacked him last night. He won. He tortured his attacker and was told by the attacker that Angel did it. And Angel was like, sent, uh, Angel sent this guy to kill Drogon. Yeah. So again, it wasn't Angel who did it, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we, um, not a yeah. lie, but just like omitting information, Drogon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Fucking yeah. Boromir ass. Yeah, but like Boromir rules. This guy, like, like later someone calls him, like someone calls him. They call Aragorn, him Aragorn. He, I mean, like, he's not Boromir. Actually, he's Faramir. I always, yeah, yeah. he's Faramir. Boromir is that he bitch. Has a Faramir vibe. I, I yeah. love, I love Faramir too. But like, he is Faramir. If we have to decide. Yeah, if you have to pick, because like even Faramir's own dad was kind of like, eh, that one's Faramir. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he was also Team Boromir. <laughs> Scoobies, chime in. Is he Boromir, Faramir, or Aragorn? <laughs> you let us know. <laughs> um, so, Angel, like, uh, he's explained, like, Angel was afraid that something would be found in the deeper well that would uncover the truth about his involvement in helping Illyria escape from her tomb. Or at least that's what Drogon was told. Wes is like, but wasn't uh, that predestined? Mister, I can't lie. If you if you just report everything you were told as though it is fact, that's not the same thing. It's like, I yeah. was told this, so obviously it's the truth. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The rules, the rules yeah. of this are pretty loosey-goosey. Yeah, he can speak a lie if it's what was told to him, I guess. If uh, only so... we knew more about him, which is, I can't believe I'm saying that, because we all know <laughs> about Drogon. We all know. He has like we the richest always talking mythology of any angel or Buffyverse character. It's the truth. <laughs> so Wes is like, but wasn't that predestined? And Drogon's like, yeah, I thought that too. But now it seems like Angel did it. <laughs> we're all over the place here. Um, so this is where we're having to go quite fast. Um, he's like, yeah, I heard something about a sacrifice, about someone trusted and dear. And they're like, Fred? And he goes, well, yeah, I mean, he might not have chosen her, mm -hmm. but... It's like that Smallville bit where Clark is being mm -hmm. told, if you do this, someone close to you will die. And then it's Lana. And he's like, wait, not her. So mm -hmm. his dad dies. It's exactly like that. 
it is like that. <laughs> so naturally, Team Angel doesn't want to hear this shit. They're like, he wouldn't do this. Like they, they still, even though they are like wary of Angel's whole vibe right now, they don't believe that he would have killed Fred. Um, Drogon's like, look, I don't like it either. I thought I could trust Angel. I thought he was my ally. And it, uh, this is where God calls him Aragorn. <laughs> Drogon's whole thing it relies on like this very chatty demon <laughs> telling me mm. all these things <laughs> about someone Just trusted or dear. Yeah. <laughs> Always off screen in season five, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, so uh, Gunn calls him Aragorn and a liar. Uh, <laughs> Spike is like, he can only tell the truth. And Gunn's like, according to him. <laughs> and also Spike, like you kept testing him. You kept asking him like, what's, what's my favorite color? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Wes is like, no, 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 this guy's legit. Um, here's all his credentials. And clearly he knows all of this because he was a former watcher. And Spike makes a joke about him writing a paper. And of course, um, every watcher definitely knows about Drogon. Oh, obviously. I mean, everyone knows about Drogon. <laughs> the immortal? Um, he knows about Drogon. Oh, hell yeah, he does. And Drogon um, knows about so the immortal. Oh, I mean, who wouldn't know about the immortal? A character we also have been always talking about this entire time. <laughs> um, so West just drove in the symbol. He doesn't recognize it. Lorne still is like, I don't believe Angel would have done this. West points out that Angel's been doing a lot of out of character shit lately. I read and, in my notes, who is Wes? Me? And Wes also likes to blame everyone for the Fred thing whenever he can. Absolutely. And he's like, but why now? Like, why? What is about this? Because there's only two episodes done? left of Angel on the WB, WB Wednesday. <laughs> um, he's like, he must be about to make a move. And Wes is like, we got to go talk to him. Illyria will stay and watch Drogon. No one else wants to miss the drama. <laughs> I've got stupid WB announcer voice. For centuries, we've all watched as Drogon kept the deeper well. <laughs> Ooh, ah, Drogon, we love you. <laughs> but now, Drogon's in Los Angeles. Wacky <laughs> angel music. <laughs> the Brooklyn Nine-Nine theme song. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> Drogon on the beach, sunglasses, puts him down. Yes, beach ball dragon. <laughs> beach ball dragon. Oh, I love a fresh um, angel. <laughs> uh, Spike tells Illyria she should play Crash Bandicoot <laughs> and gives him his Xbox controller. <laughs> um, Set so the Wolfram Heart lobby. Angel and Harmony have a little interaction that um, I've had uh, a time or two with my attorney boss where uh, Angel just says some legal stuff and then adds a little rejoinder that Harmony does actually understand. So she just replies to it. He's like, take out this, 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 see how they like that. And she's like, yeah, see how they like that. And I was like, I can relate to that. It's like, was that um, also evil? Unclear. Team <laughs> Angel shows up. They want to talk. In Angel's office, they're like, Drogon's here. Someone tried to have him killed. And Angel's like, well, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> hmm. Angel's not the one who can't tell a lie. Yep. Angel's like, can we go back to business? Like, and he spouts a bunch of, like, Jack Donaghy shit. Like, yeah. Angel's saying synergy. Angel's got, like, a little smile. It's like, I don't take y'all seriously. And my plan is working. That's what the smirk is. 
Yeah, he's loving it. He like because he is such a little feeder kitty bitch. Like he loves to do a, a little act. Like this remember is... with Faith? Like yes, this is exactly how it went down in his mind palace, and he can't he can't wait to tell them. Obviously, I'm gonna like rub his hands together in glee. Um, he's saying you know the point is to win, and Wes is like win what? And Angel's like you're missing the point. <laughs> I the watched Wall win. Street last night. <laughs> He's unstoppable. Uh, Gunn is like, you kind of sound like Angelus. And Angel's like, if I were Angelus, half of you would be dead just for the fun of it. Also, Angelus is not this smart. Like, Yeah. <laughs> um, especially not in a postseason four Angelus world. <laughs> you, you, this dummy running Wolfman Hart? <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> so Spike's like, one of us is dead already. And he says, are we having fun yet? <laughs> I write in my notes, David Fury predicts party down. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, Angel gives a little bit of a speech saying, You want to know the truth? The truth is there's only one of us who ever understood how things really work. Lauren. Whoa, hey, hey, can I not be the poster child for your nervous breakdown here? You didn't judge. You didn't spend your life obsessed with good and evil. You do that, you get swallowed. Lost in the minutia. Good, bad, angel, angelus. None of it makes a difference. I wish it did, but you know, an ant with the best intentions or the most diabolical schemes is just exactly an ant. There is one thing in this business, in this apocalypse that we call a world that matters. Power. Power tips the scale, power sets the course, and until I have real power, global power, I have nothing. I accomplished nothing. Hmm. So, yeah. So think, uh, yeah. What do you think about this point with Lorne? The idea of how Lorne has handled it, like he's suddenly lauding. Well, the thing is, uh, that was the point of Life of the Party, and that was a lifetime ago on this yeah. show. And also, like, the point is, uh, like, it, it turned out he does judge people, but whatever. It it feels bizarre. Like it feels weird to be like this character you've barely seen all year is the person we all should have been looking to. And I'm like, what has he been doing? Like a question mark. Like walking and talking on cell phones and, and making cheap jokes and, and just drinking nonstop because friends did. Yeah, it's Lauren was the only one who got it. He's an alcoholic now. Mm hmm. Uh, I think it is an interesting point to bring up, like, even if it's just, like, Angel deflecting, but, like, Lorne did kind of take to Wolfram and Hart despite the evil, and it might have been nice to explain why he felt comfortable doing that and what really changed for him beyond Fred's death. By losing the serialization, we just, like, have lost our supporting cast, it yeah. feels like, and it's such a bummer because I just, I want losing more the serialization like, I like that. And as as good as Marsters is, prioritizing Spike over mm -hmm. the supporting cast. Yeah, which is just like hard again because it's like you know I've watched four seasons with our existing cast. Like I mean you know I know some of them showed up a little later, but like it's it sucks to be deprived of everything the show has been before. But uh, Wes is like, okay, then how do you get power? And Angel's like, well, it isn't pretty or fun. I don't know. Maybe Wolfram and Hart got to me, but they showed us what power is and I have a chance to change things. Hmm. Not sounding good. <laughs> I mean, I can give examples, but how did they show them what power is? 
I would say one example they could, he could use is his son thing, but the only mm-hmm. one who knows about that is Wesley yeah. and Illyria, but like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's like a big moment that could be brought up. Yeah, that would be definitely worth bringing up. But then you'd have to get into the like, okay, let me explain to everyone who doesn't know. Like about it, like it, <laughs> it, it is tricky. Like I, I get it, but it's just, um, th- this isn't quite landing for me, but I'm, I'm trying to get mm-hmm. kind of caught up in the tension of it all. Cause they're it, all doing great, mm-hmm. like, you know, monologuing and shit. It's like, again, it's good material when the basis for the good material isn't there though. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's you didn't show your work in a, in a math problem. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so Lauren is like, "Hey, you know, uh, power corrupts," and Angel's like, "Can't worry about the small stuff, dude. Sorry." Harmony pops her head in and tells Angel he has an important call to take, and Angel kicks them all out of his office. And Wes is like, "Huh? Small stuff? Would that include Fred?" And Angel looks at him. And he says, I loved Fred. And Wes says, that's not an answer. <laughs> and Angel says, then you don't get one. Uh, and shuts the door. Uh, Grim stuff. Um, hard to see Angel uh, act completely unaffected by Fred's death. But just... he's kind of acted that way sometimes throughout <laughs> the back half of the I season. just wish I could even buy for a second that he was partially responsible for Fred's death. Yeah, it's it it is just like it's very schmuck baity is what we would like, call it. We have to pretend that I was in. Yeah, we have to like pretend that Angel was like faking his emotion when they were trying to save Fred. Okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, all right. I guess that was silly. Yeah. <laughs> um so then we go to the interrogation room. This new set. Okay. Like it has a they, they shot everything. It, they shot it very tightly. I'm like, is this the like the backstage in the training room set? What, what what are we doing here? It's like it's definitely a set we've seen before where they've just redressed. Yeah, they're kind of just like setting it in front of the mirror mm-hmm. so that like and they'd be like, look, interrogation. <laughs> like But uh Wes is looking for an explanation. He wonders aloud if maybe this is a ploy. And you're like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, whereas Lauren is defeated. He's like, what do you want me to say? Like, I want to say that Angel would never hurt Fred. But if he believes the shit that he has been saying to us today, and I think that he does. I don't know. And it, you know like, what? That is grim. Yeah, it would be useful if Lauren tried to get Angel to sing. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing <laughs> he can get people to do, even though, you know, it doesn't ever fucking work this season, at least. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I do like um, this this beat of it landing on Lorne did work for me. Andy Hallett's like really bringing it in this episode. I think even though Lorne's role has been like significantly diminished this season, I do like I still do feel quite a lot from him. And in this moment where he's just like, oh, shit, like I maybe this maybe he is fucked. Like maybe he has turned like the his kind of like horror and also just kind of like the hopelessness of it i i thought was really well done um wes is like i don't get it he's never cared about power and lauren's like he's never had it before obviously you know this this is where i wondered kind of about the uh the timeline of things like if the heel turn would have been like the end of season cliffhanger and it's a bummer that speeding this up makes it so obvious that angel's doing a prank but like he has been uh acting differently this year but it hasn't seemed like 
power corrupting kind and also of different it only know? became a ploy after you're welcome apparently so and it wasn't even a ploy until it was yeah it wasn't even a ploy until um, the baby thing yes and it's just like it would have been nice to see him actively struggling with something besides ennui <laughs> you know and you might think um, this is angel it's all ennui no there are layers Yes, there is ennui alongside all of it. There's ennui alongside real problems. Have we gotten a single old man angel in this season of television? Oh, I don't think we have. And I miss when he's crouchety. <laughs> I want to see him give a quarter tip to someone. Please. And like have someone hugely scold him. <laughs> I tipped 25. It's 25% angel. <laughs> Um, so Gunn and Spike then bring in Lindsay in shackles. Christian Kane immediately fucking kills, says that you all look like you could use a hug and reaches for him with his fucking like <laughs> manacles on. So Hilarious. I, I know. And they tried to like shoot to not highlight it by, by, by doing it. They it highlighted it to me. Like he has a lip scar from when he was like filming uh, the movie Secondhand Lines in 2003. So it would have been like recent ish. And so oh. like the lip scar is like popping and like there, there's like shadows. You don't quite see it. But like, I'm like, that's only highlighting it more to me. Oh, damn. And I was I like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. But, kiss like, that scar. Rugged. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Um, then, uh, then we, we leave this scene to go to SCAD, Southern Scad. California Academy of Art and Design. Totally oh a place. I want to know in LA geography where SCAD is. I would love to know where SCAD is. I feel like SCAD is like Loyola Marymount. Like, I feel like it's <laughs> like on a cliff. <laughs> I feel like it's misty there. Um, I write in my notes as soon as we cut to the scene. I cannot believe I have been begging for Angel to have a person to confide in this whole season <laughs> and that they have picked Nina. Be careful what you wish for out there. This is like full on monkey paw for me. <laughs> we just want um, Justine back. I miss her. <laughs> um, Angel surprises Nina that at her school, you know, which he knows she goes to because they're yes. dating. And he's acting like the angel that we know, which is also makes it harder to believe in the play that he's doing. Um, you know, he sits down on this little bench with her and he gives her three plane tickets, not for a vacation, but for her, her sister and her blonde niece. He says, you got to get out of here. Nina does some quipping. It falls fairly yeah. flat. She says, I want to um, be with you if there's trouble. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> which I, I guess it's what? a valid thing to say, but everything she says. Makes me furious. No, but it's kind of just like, honey, what would you do? Like, and Angel's like, no. It's and like she says, why does everything she say make me more furious than anything ever has before? <laughs> it's just it, it. Every scene with her, it feels like the the feeling that I had for all of the girl in question. Again, the Brooklyn Nine Nine, Jake, the the like unbearable time pressure like every <laughs> nina scene i'm like guys 80 minutes left of angel the series <laughs> don't show me this blonde woman please much love and respect yeah. but no he says how could i convince you i want to be with you and she says show me a fourth ticket and i'm like 
He don't, Angel, you don't want to be with her. You want to be with Buffy. We just watched the whole episode. You can't do this. You can't do this after what we just saw. That happened. She brings it up. Yes, but like, I, I also just, I'm truly here. Like, what is the truth? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't, like, none of me believes he loves her, but like, clearly he's going to great lengths to protect her and feels that he can trust her and is like speaking to her in a way that he's, you know, not trusting any of his friends. Like, I, I not that you need to explain Nina to me more. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I just wish it made sense. Angel says he'll, he'll, he'll come for her. I'm like, no, you won't. Why are you, why are you lying? He will not. It's rude to lie like this. First of all, and by the end, he's like, I think we're all going to die anyway. So <laughs> he doesn't plan to, like, he doesn't plan to come for her. Nope. Yeah, because he says, if I get through this intact, I'll come for you. And I'm like, I don't know. No, if you get through this hey. intact, you're going to find Buffy. <laughs> Absolutely you are. Um, so, you know, she's like, are you worried I might get hurt? And he's like, I'm worried I'm the thing that will hurt you. Mm. Uh, I just... Yikes. And I, that's why, you know, why I'm frustrated because, like, she's clearly fallen for him. And mm. I'm just like, he, she should realize he feels nothing for her. Yeah. It's so weird. I just, uh, she, I should feel yeah. bad for her, but I'm like, I feel like you should know better. <laughs> I feel like we should all know better. <laughs> I feel worried for her and her ability to pick up on social cues. <laughs> she um, she thought the way she was dealing with her werewolf stuff was normal and cool. Just let my <laughs> sister think I'm a drug addict instead of telling her the truth. Angel, get her a book on healthy communication. <laughs> That'll help the girl. Um, she tells him he's a bad Angel, liar. Angel, get you a book on healthy communication. How about we all get the book? <laughs> and the book for everyone in the cast. Here's the thing. Our, our friends are trying to healthily communicate this whole episode. And Angel's like, I will not. Mm -hmm. We haven't been doing that all season. I will not. No, I'm not going to start fucking now. I had a healthy Two conversation with Cordelia. Left. And she died in a coma. I'm never having a healthy conversation ever again. None of those for me. Um... <laughs> And uh, I just wrote my notes. Dang, I wish I liked this character and felt like she actually represented something for Angel other than new blonde woman. <laughs> new blonde woman, you can fuck. Speaking of a blonde woman, I was watching the practice, you know, as I do. Yeah, yeah. And there was this, this woman playing a sex worker. And I'm like, why is this actress so familiar for, to me? Why? Then I'm like, she's Tina from the pilot of Angel. Yo! And I'm like, Tina! <laughs> Tina. The original blonde. Mm -hmm. The first. <laughs> um, hell yes. Uh, <laughs> we then go to Spike's basement apartment. Illyria and Drogan are playing Crash Bandicoot. The way Drogan is holding the controller is killing me. Like, he's holding it, like, with one hand backwards like i'm trying to mime it right now obviously again you know visual comedy but he is holding it so incorrectly Illyrius kind of got it right um i was laughing so much uh drogan's like Illyria, you're supposed to be in the fucking well and she's like i mean yeah i wish i would never have been brought out of it um i love what she says here she is staring at crash bandicoot and she's raging and she says i I play this game. It's pointless and annoys me. And yet, I'm compelled to play on. 
<laughs> and I I like this notion. I love that uh, playing Crash Bandicoot has made her examine the cosmic insignificance she's dealing with as a mere mortal being. Um, good to me. Uh, that's the kind of Buffy shit I like. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was nice to see it here. Like, silly, but also soulful in a blend that I thought worked for me. Yeah. Um, but then, unfortunately, Marcus Hamilton Kool-Aid mans <laughs> into this house. <laughs> And I will oh, always yeah. say the best uh, Kool-Aid manning in live action is Sam Witwer and being human. They're asking him for a sledgehammer and he says, what do you need a sledgehammer for? And then he Kool-Aid mans himself through a wall and says, oh, yeah. King. <laughs> um, and uh, Drogon's like, Marcus, like they know each other. Marcus calls him Dro. I, I said in my notes, I wish they were exes, but also I wouldn't wish that on Drogon. Exactly, yes. Uh, <laughs> and this, uh, him and Dro going way back, I'm like, again, every attempt they make to seem like Drogon has existed prior to <laughs> this season of television falls so flat. We all know Drogon. Uh-huh. Like, it's very <laughs> odd. Um, Illyria tries to kind of like like, you know, slap him around and mess with him but hamilton's a lot stronger than her yeah he eats her fucking lunch he folds her like laundry he, she is completely wrecked he beats him. her ass um yeah. unfortunately for this fight scene adam baldwin moves like a robot and i'm not saying mm-hmm. a t-1000 like he moves mm-hmm. like there's no flexibility in his limbs whatsoever and i can't tell mm-hmm. if it's the suit or just the way his body moves yeah, it's it's not. It, it doesn't look great. Like um, when he's it, doing it the punches, I'm like, oof, wooden. woof. And like hitting her in like the back, like it's just like all just like didn't quite like his fighting style did not feel fully realized or realized in a way that was you know like good for the way he moves. Um, but what are you gonna do? Uh, we then cut back to the interrogation room. Lindsay assumes the boys are have called him here to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, he's uh, there. They're like, cut to the chase. And he's like, I don't know anything. <laughs> um, Wes shows him the barbed wire tattoo. And Lindsay tries to pretend he doesn't know what it is. But we all know better. We can see the twinkle in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And he goes, there's no way they would take Angel. Another thing for Lindsay to be jealous of Angel for. <laughs> funny good choice um he explains that this is this is the symbol of the circle of the black thorn not the brotherhood of the thorn that cole turner belongs to but close enough to it that boy is it gonna trip me up um he (laughs) says they're a secret society uh spike immediately assumes they're frat boys that spank each other a lot and he's like nope uh these guys are elite they have big connections they concern themselves with power and they're all like oh shit power well guns like i've never heard of them and then he's like you're a fucking idiot yeah dummy (laughs) um guns like what do they do and he's like what else apocalypse shit man i brought up the apocalypse and you guys haven't cared about that once wild i guess angel Um, was the only one listening to me why which is wild in itself like angel should never listen to Lindsay. he still finds a way to uh, throw in a jab at Lindsay, even when he's not in the same scene with him fucking king um the, the it's explained that the circle of the blackthorn is like just below the senior partners they do the senior partners bidding on earth so wes puts it together 
Lindsay, you came here to LA to get in the circle, to be the senior partner's instrument on earth. And Lindsay's like, yeah, Angel like can't do it. He'd have to give up the championship and he'd have to like kill one of his lieutenants. He was going to kill Eve, wasn't he, Lindsay? <laughs> God, I hope so. That answers the question of if he loves her. Yeah, that's so He was going to sacrifice her as soon as humanly possible. In front of that fucking door of fire, Eve <laughs> was about to eat it in her Ann Taylor best. He was going to pop his shit off, show off all those cool tats, and he was going to kill yes. her. <laughs> sick as hell why didn't we get to see it um, <laughs> now we have the confirmation we've always need Lindsay doesn't have anyone else in his life Mm-mm. that's it that's the only connection <laughs> hysterical um lorne is like fuck because they're all like the second he said like killing lieutenants all of them connected the fred dot and are freaked out as fuck and lauren's like we've watched angel get killed by degrees this whole year and gun is like Angel, like the angel I know, he wouldn't want this. He wouldn't do this. And Wes is like, well, then maybe there's still time to bring him back. <laughs> none of them he are would like, do the same for us. <laughs> none of them are like, is Angel smart enough to do a plan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really glossed over it when Wes is like, a ploy, maybe? Nope. He's an idiot. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he could never plan. Uh, and Lauren asks, but what if he's too far gone? Hmm. Then uh, we catch up to the teaser. Uh, Angel is in a cavey looking place. He walks past the, you know, not brotherhood. Is it Brotherhood of the Thorn? Is it Circle of the <laughs> Circle of the Black Thorn? <laughs> circle of the Black Thorn. I'm so sorry. The Circle of the Black Thorn symbol, the barbed wire tattoo is on the wall. And then he turns and sees the door of fire and he leaps through it. He takes the hood off the yeah, man Morgan, to remember, the logo was literally a circle of black, black thorns. It, like, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is a circle. It's black was... thorns. It's, it's there. I got it. <laughs> Brothers could be in a circle, too, though. <laughs> Brothers love circles. You know that. <laughs> Oh, I'm dying. I'm so sorry. My brain is... Brothers love circles. <laughs> you Elmo know is it. shook. <laughs> um, so he um, he takes the hood off the guy. It's Drogon. Drogon thanks him, assuming he's about to, you know, get mercy. But no, Angel uh, chomps down on him, fucking kills him. And we reveal everyone is in super fucking unsettling masks and robes around them. All of these masks I didn't care for. <laughs> um, they were really fucking creepy. And yeah, Angel kills Drogon. It's wild. No, not Drogon. Someone we all care about and love and re- no! revere. <laughs> I've been caring about him for minutes now. He's the best of all of them. It's true. Um, So uh, lights go on. Angel is branded a member of the circle. Everyone takes off their masks. Um, Does that make it fuck watch time? Not yet. Got it. Um, The the racquetball demon is there. He's like, hey, sick. I told you it was going to go great, man. Um, (laughs) The Archduke is here. You might know him better as owner of the pee-pee boy. (laughs) Our favorite. The blue blood boy. (laughs) It's it's crazy that that is 
still, I'd say the best structured part of this entire season. Everything about that. Yep, everything with him. A plus. Sivis uh, <laughs> Vale, that dang ass freak who was gonna kill Connor. Oh boy, I can't wait for for, you, for your end times to come. I was so happy to see him. He's such a fucking freak. He's such a and piece of, course, of shit. The senator. Especially like bygones, right? <laughs> Yeah, an angel like doing everything not to be like, oh, I'm. It's 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 a, it's a real uh, arrest development. He's the one that dies. <laughs> yes. Um. So Angel is then led around the room for some networking. Uh, the Archduke calls calls him Angelus, but he's like, no, 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 I'm fuck, I'm Angel. Uh, Angel's being all smarmy. Like, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says he loves parties when the Archduke offers to throw one for him. And I'm like, who is this man? Mm. Um, he makes up with Sivis Vale, who, you know, is like bygones about me, you know, like killing your son. And he goes, your son kills quite well. And Angel's like, thank you. <laughs> Barely holding on. <laughs> Already but, uh, like the plan's going to end because he has to kill Sivis Vale. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, then in Angel's office... The boys and Oh, yeah. Angel. Also, wait. Uh, I was going to say, Angel's clear. He's clearly clocking, like, who is part of the team? Like, who mm. do we have to all destroy? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, who do I got to kill? <laughs> um, so then in his office, the boys ambush him. They call him out on everything, including the Circle of the Blackthorn. <laughs> I was Angel like, all his friends attack him. This was their plan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very much the it's always sunny. Intervention! Intervention! We're intervening on you! Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're we, in trouble. <laughs> we have to bring Angel back from the brink. I know what we do. Threaten to kill him. <laughs> we all yell at him. <laughs> Come back from the brink. Please. <laughs> so Angel's like, you guys are welcome to leave if you don't like the way I do business. Cause you know, he loves business now. Uh, this is all your then- fault, gun. It's true. <laughs> they start fighting. Lorne gets Angel with an arrow. Damn. And Angel takes Lorne hostage. Double damn. This moment is very ugly. It Like, even though you know it's fake, him holding Lorne like this, like, by the neck and, like, threatening to kill, like, it's just... It feels nasty. Like, mm. I don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was very well, a re- really well chosen yeah. as, like, kind of the pinnacle <laughs> of this. Um, he orders Lauren to, like, pull the arrow out of him. Uh, and he's like, great, cool. And he takes an amulet out of his pocket and he says a little chant. And then he lets Lauren go and he says, I have, like, six minutes to explain what's going on. Outside, it's going to look like we're still fighting. And they're like, aren't we still fighting? Uh, and he says, time to explain. <laughs> And he lays it all out. Um, he says, it's all a lie. A lie I told. I sent Wes the symbol. I sent the assassin to kill Drogon. And I fed him false information and uh, so that Drogon would get the wrong intel and on that, this assassin like, saying I killed Fred. Yeah, and that doesn't count as Drogon lying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like you all need it needed to be someone trustworthy that you would all believe. Because we all trust Drogon. We all trust him with our lives um spike is like when did this start and angel's like oh when cordy kissed me had to get in there that she gave him a little smooch fuck watch time
My fuck watch is flashback Cordy. I'm so tired. Valid. My fuck watch is Lindsay, as portrayed by television's Christian Kane. I did I haven't picked him this whole time. I Wild. saved him for the right moment, and that moment is now. <laughs> During his interrogation. He was very funny in it. I'm happy with this and, pick. And now with the knowledge that he was gonna sacrifice Eve, it's even better. He's even hotter to me. <laughs> Girl, oh, did you so know about this whole sacrifice thing? I don't think she did. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Oh, sorry, Eve. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. We've been shit talking Nina this whole episode. Like, we could be shit talking Eve. It's, she's yeah, the, she's the real problem. I, I would take Nina over Eve any day. Actually, I, cause I, I'm like, now I'm thinking about it. Cause I'm like, I kind of feel bad clouding on Nina because she's yeah. Eve. I, I take so much delight. Yeah. Eve, I like hate. Like, Nina, I'm kind of baffled by in a way that's mostly benign, but like Eve, oh, flames on the side of my face. Um, well, that's fuckwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Angel explains again. It all started when Cordy kissed me. Did you hear? Which about was how she two months me? ago. <laughs> Absolutely. And it said uh, she got. Um, she gave Angel her visions. She showed him where the real powers yeah. were, but it he was, couldn't see them. He says it was a one shot deal. So it's like one vision and one vision that just tells him, "Here's the thing for the rest of the show. You got to do." <laughs> mm. um, he says that uh, you know. I couldn't see who these like p really powerful people were yet. Fred died and I decided I wouldn't let it be another random meaningless event. I would make it matter. And now he knows who the real powers are in this apocalypse. And Angel believes everything that he said about power. Lauren was right about all of them, you know, being kind of insignificant in the big scale of things. He says mm -hmm. the senior partners will always exist because mankind is weak. We are weak. The powerful control everything except our will to choose, which has always been you mm -hmm, know, yeah. a part of this show. Like we're, we're starting to cook on like things that have been in the DNA all along. Yeah, there we go. I'm starting to rock and roll. Yeah. He also, in, in the process of all of this, calls Lindsay a pathetic halfwit. Rude. <laughs> Very funny. Although he, I think he, he did that because he had to say, Lindsay was right when he said heroes don't accept the world how he is, but he can't like stomach just saying Lindsay was right. He has to get like several digs in. <laughs> um, and he says, you know, maybe the senior partners will always exist, but we can make that existence fucking suck. Yay. Um, if we're just a part of a machine being run by the circle of the black thorn, maybe we can bring it to a grinding halt, even if it's just for a second. Um, Spike likes it. <laughs> Angel clarifies that they're going to kill all of them. Like, everyone in the circle of the Blackthorn. And there's no walking away from that. And Lauren's like, do we crawl away? <laughs> no. They'll be, like, real fucked, Angel explains. You know, ten to one, we're gone when the smoke clears. So I need all of you to be sure. Um, you have to decide for yourself if this is worth dying for. Um, I love Forianus's delivery on, I can't order you to do this. I can't do it without you. Like, it, it's, uh, it really got me. There he like is. That, There's Angel. Yes. And he's like, so I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to like say, like, let's put it to a vote as a team. 
And it's this moment of him putting the power of this choice back in their hands, which like this whole season, it's very much been like a lonely angel at the top of his, you know, skyscraper being sad about all the toys he has. (laughs) So it's nice to see him kind of put it back in their court in this moment. And uh, Spike defines it kind of as like, okay, so the plan is to burn the house down while we're still in it. All right, I'm in. (laughs) <laughs> and then Wes is in and then Gunn is in and then we see outside Hamilton's watching He, the way he's seeing it they're all still fighting they're all screaming it's actually it like made me very upset to even watch this thing where they're all like screaming at him mm-hmm. to let Lorne go and they all sound like so scared and horrified I was like um I don't like this and Hamilton's it's like finally like, this whole bit it. works Yes. Uh, and Hamilton's, you know, looking at it like, uh, this'll suit me. Yeah, he's just so pleased. Fine. Piece of shit. But little does he know, they're plotting. And uh, we don't get Lauren's vote, which I think is uh, good suspense. You know, like I, I'm, I'm interested in Lauren's piece of all of this. And I, mm-hmm. I like that we don't see him in on this. Like he's not eager to die. Like why should he have to? Right? Let him sleep. Yeah, <laughs> give the boy a nap. But um, yeah, that's the fucking up. It's I I think the the second half really like takes off. Yeah, the the Nina stuff's wobbly, but like <laughs> that's just Nina know. for you. That's just Nina. <laughs> <laughs> Who's I that wish girl? Her niece was it's there. Nina. <laughs> Nina Ash, shout your service. Absolutely. <laughs> her last um, name's Ash. I'm never gonna get over that. That's so wild. I just. <laughs> That's a cool last name. They should have said it. <laughs> <laughs> like the coolest thing about her. They don't even tell us. <laughs> I'm sure they did. And we just forgot because she's Nina. Absolutely. You know what? And also uh, more oh, likely. There's like that they did 50 us. episodes between each appearance she has. So Yes. And again, like, do you want to be serialized or don't you? Like what? <laughs> What's the plan here? Um, but. But this was was really fun. I, I really liked this one. And I know that I love the finale. So yeah. I'm I'm excited to be like this. This was leaps and bounds uh, ahead of uh, the girl in question. What if me. we hate the finale and rewatch? It's not going to happen. Like, I, I can I mean, guarantee it's not going to happen at all. It it will not happen. But, um, <laughs> but that's fun suspense to build. Should we do a bit, though? It's just an hour of us talking <laughs> shit. It's like, okay, we were just doing, like, a ploy. Here's how we really yeah. feel. Everyone's like, we stopped listening. It was an yeah, hour of you like, shitting on this great episode. <laughs> we, would, we would not do that. We only shit on the bad ones. <laughs> um, but... I yeah I really liked this I'm really excited for the end like this felt appropriately big and we also got to fucking leave the beige space (laughs) (laughs) so I'm I'm about as happy as I get uh Latoya do you have any closing thoughts on this app uh no good yeah it's, it's sick yeah, uh, kind of fucking rips. Um, so uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at Angel on Top Cast on both Twitter and Instagram. You can go to angelontop.com to be sent to our Patreon. Uh, there we have ad-free content. We also have the Cole Turner cast where you can learn about the Brotherhood of the Thorn, which is a different thing than the Circle of the Black Thorn. <laughs> um, it's a much sexier thing. <laughs> I still love how hard it was for you when it was literally, the logo says what it is. Nope. 
can't brother as i explained brothers love standing in circles <laughs> you know brothers no, you love didn't say, circles you didn't say brothers love standing in circles you said brothers love circles which is a different thing altogether but it's the truth <laughs> <laughs> show me a brother who does not like circles and you know then i'll okay. i'll ask my brother how he feels about circles good i look forward to hearing um <laughs> you can follow me on social media at lorgan mudich i'm on twitter i'm on instagram i'm on blueski i'm on letterboxd um come find me uh unless you're gonna be mean which uh, then please don't find me um i'm just a little baby uh then latoya where can the people find you and should they uh, you know where yeah uh, if you don't know at this point what what? Have you been listening? Yeah, come on. Um, so then that about does it for us here at Angel on Top. So you are now leaving Wolfram and Hart. And no, we do not validate.